0: But I do like the fact that, you know, I'm done. I just walk upstairs and crack a beer. (laughs) I don't actually. (laughs) It's usually a protein. uh, (laughs) It's all right. You can play to our audience while you're here. That's fine. Um, I'm
1: not sure what the f*** this is. I'm about to find out. This is Talk Can Audio. (laughs) How's it going, everybody? Welcome inside an all-new episode of the Tall Can Audio podcast. We're in a slightly different setting, which I'm sure you can hear right now. We'll get to that in a few minutes. We are on Twitter and Instagram at TallCanAudio, Facebook.com slash Audio. I hope you'll subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Uh, it's been a little while. I think it's probably just before Christmas since she was on last. But finally, she has returned. Amy Burke is here. How's it going?
0: Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. That's good.
1: What, uh, yes. I'm glad
0: you're fine, or good, or okay, you're okay.
1: Um, for those of you who are new around here, because of uh, some of our other guests, we, uh, we want to introduce you to somebody who's been around for quite a while and that you heard a little bit about in our sixth anniversary show. You can check that out at tallcanaudio.com if you missed it. For those of you who have been around for a long time, you of course know and love most of you, Amy. Um, Amy is a Canadian... Paralympic athlete three times, I believe. Beijing, London, and Rio. I got that right?
0: Yes, I had to count.
1: Yes, that's three.
0: Yeah, one, two, three.
1: Uh, The homeschooling over (laughs) here is going very well. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, And so Amy was supposed to go to Tokyo last summer, and then the world kind of went a little haywire, and uh, she didn't quite get there. So this last year has been a little bit different um, so we're going to talk about what training's been like, what, uh, you know, what things have been like trying to keep life in order, not really knowing what's going to happen. Uh, we got a ton of stuff to get into, uh, but we, you guys all know, we start the show in the same place every time. Amy's not going to join me today cause she still has her training to do and she's very dedicated. She doesn't want to,
0: uh, Oh, that made a fizzing sound. It's making a mess now. Yep. Big um, mess. big mess.
1: I guess we can point out that uh, it may have gotten a little shaken up. As we moved locations, we're not in the studio today. Of course, uh, COVID protocols, all that sort of thing. We're sitting in Amy's backyard.
0: Under an umbrella.
1: Yes, because it's, uh, I don't know, it's warm-ish, but it's sunny.
0: I think it's only like 20 degrees, but I don't want to get burnt.
1: Well, and after that last kind of run of five degree days at the end of May. Uh, that was a little strange. So it is nice to at least be resembling summer again. But we're in Amy's backyard. Um, Amy's got two boys here. One of them's having a little nap. And the other one, I don't know, is he on lunch break right now?
0: No, I should still be doing some, uh, some schoolwork. Some
1: online schooling.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so we're just hanging out here in the backyard. We've brought a bunch of pieces. There's cables all over Amy's little patio table here. And uh, I guess my beer got a little shaken up. But the beer today that I'm going with is called the Home Ice Advantage. We've talked about this one before, but I just wanted to re-up it because uh, this is done by Old Tomorrow in collaboration with Hockey Helps the Homeless. And, um, you know, a a portion of the proceeds from this beer go to Hockey Helps the Homeless. um, And like a lot of people, like a lot of things over the last year or so, they've had a hard time, you know, doing the events that they normally do and getting out and doing fundraising, you're, you're not really able to do a lot of these things. So old tomorrow stepped in and said, we can make a beer with you and, uh, the proceeds from that, we can put towards hockey helps the homeless. So that's what this is all about. It's a light, crisp kind of lager, perfect for this time of year, perfect for summer. Uh, and if you're interested in that at all, you can just visit uh, oldtomorrow.com or, uh, homeless.com. It's a pretty cool little idea, Amy. That
0: is really nice. Yeah. Oh, if I would have had a beer, mine's way less cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I brought you one.
0: Yeah, but the one, one, I have one in my fridge. It's a a slim and clear peach.
1: Yeah, okay. It's not nearly as cool. I
0: think you would like it. Do you? No. No. (laughs) Have we met? (laughs) I think you should try it, though.
1: I will try it sometime. I'll, uh, you know, I'm always up to try something new. So uh, this is, uh, like I said, for anyone who wants to check it out, Home Ice Advantage from Old Tomorrow. Uh, We've mentioned it before. It's around our social media feeds. We'll make sure it gets posted there again so that uh, people can lay hands on it. Um. I know for the most part, it, while you're in training, you tend to take her pretty easy uh, and, you know, can't get too much into the drinking, into the summer beers. Have you tried anything interesting over the last little while that stood out to you as something you enjoyed?
0: Sadly, no. No? No. Um, well, you know what? I did very much enjoy that seltzer. Um, the bangerang. Bangerang, yeah. I really ended up liking that more than what I thought. I thought it was going to just taste like... Um, you know, those just those carbonated drinks like yep. bubbly. Yeah. I don't like bubbly. So I really <laughs> thought it was going to be something gross like that. But no, it was really good. Um,
1: yeah, that's uh, our buddy Justin Howell introduced us to that from, uh, he plays for the Red Blacks. He was on a couple of weeks ago. You can find that episode wherever you're listening now or at com as well. But he's involved with those guys, got us set up. And so I've been sharing the good word of the bangerang and I guess he liked it.
0: Yeah, I can. Um, Which seem, one did you have again? Uh, the mango. mango. Yeah, I always want to say peach for some reason, but mango, yeah. I've um, had
1: the, uh, I've had both, but I, I think I prefer the pink lemonade one, which yeah. I don't know you maybe have tr- haven't tried. No, that.
0: I haven't tried that one yet, but my plan is to, um, they only make the two kinds, eh?
1: There's four, but uh, for some reason it's hard to find the other two here in Ottawa. Uh, my dad, after listening to the show, actually told me that he went out and the next day he saw their mix pack that had all four in it. So he grabbed them to try and everyone down there was enjoying it too. So,
0: ah, Well, I definitely see myself getting a few more but as the weather gets nicer. and No
1: fat, no calories, all that kind of stuff. It's good for training. Yes. (laughs) It's good training beer. What's new around here, Amy? We're going to kind of walk through, you know, what it's been like trying to train and stay focused and, and these sorts of things. But just in general, how, how's everybody holding up over here?
0: I think for the most part, we're not doing too, too bad. Um, you know, we're waiting to find out if old kids are going back to school or not. And, um... Virtual learning has definitely taken a toll on everybody, I think. Um, yeah, um, well, I mean, you can only expect the kids to do so of much, right? and the fact that the kids are doing what they're doing is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can guarantee that I wouldn't be sitting in front of a computer screen all day paying attention. So the fact that these six year olds are doing it It'd is be like a
1: solitaire champ by now.
0: Oh, I, oh, and you know what? I've caught him a few times, <laughs> he'd be on YouTube. Yeah, nice, yeah, uh, and um. Yeah, now that he's getting to experience more time on a computer, he's getting to be a little more... Uh, Proficient? Yeah, he can... Uh, and his uh, his Chromebook's all touch, eh? So, mm-hmm. touch screen, so he can flip back and forth between windows quickly.
1: So, he's six, for those who, uh, who don't know. He's picking these things up pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, did he
1: not update your Facebook or something a couple of weeks ago? Or?
0: Yeah, that was, uh, he was supposed to be silent reading one day. <laughs> and I, honest to God, he was sending messages to people through Messenger, and I thought I was hacked. Um, <laughs> I had this, I was commenting on people's photos. I was sending messages. I think I changed my status. <laughs> and then he told me it wasn't him. And I'm like, oh my God, like, uh, how did I get hacked? And it was a little bum. <laughs> he had my phone too the other day, and he's playing around on Snapchat. So I think he ended up sending... uh a picture of himself or something to a bunch of people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fun to having them at home and they're picking it up quick. Right? Yes. Like when you're, like you said, when they're spending this much time around technology, it's only natural. They're going to start to figure this out.
0: Yeah. And um, so, I mean, you know, that's, I think the biggest change right now for us is the virtual learning. Um, it then just keeps me at home. Not that we, I can go anywhere anyway, but if I have to go to the grocery store, it's either a before school trip or an after school trip. Um, just because when he's on his lunch break is usually when Ryan's napping. Right. So it makes things difficult. But um, but no, we're getting through it. We kind of have a system going. Um, and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure both kids are ready to kill each other. <laughs> I think that that there is probably one of the hardest things during this whole pandemic because they're just sick of each other. Right. Um, Lucas had a doctor's uh, eye doctor's appointment not too too long ago, and he was more excited that he got out of the house for the morning so that he got a break away from Ryan. <laughs>
1: those who don't know, Ryan's just about three, uh, two and a half or a little more than two and a half. But uh, it's a tough age. Ryan wants to be with Lucas all the time, wants to play, wants to whatever. And Lucas just kind of maybe sometimes wants to be left alone a little bit.
0: A little more than normal now.
1: Sure. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. Have you had to like soften up rules you've had before in terms of? you know, just in terms of the stress level or in terms of, you know, not, you know, pick your battles a little bit. Maybe we wouldn't normally allow TV at this time, but we do now, things like that.
0: Yep. There's been, um, we still have the pretty strict rule of no PlayStation (laughs) on a school day. Um, but, uh, yeah, when we're making dinner, if the two of them are just fighting, then we just tell them to go watch a show but now they start fighting over what show they're of gonna course, watch yeah so there has to be a uh, okay we watch one of lucas's shows okay now we watch one of ryan's shows and then um so yeah there's a there might be a little more tv than normal mm-hmm. which is also uh hard just with the fact that he's already sitting in front of a computer screen all day Yeah, but um yeah it's just if you want uh if you want a little bit of sanity in the house, there's <laughs> got to be a little bit of TV.
1: Yeah, got to pick your battles a little bit. Oh, and, for sure. And speaking of TV and, and whatever, like, I, you've got me waiting here at this point. You and I were both huge Friends fans when it was on and have seen it a thousand times since then. They had a reunion last week that we kind of decided we would wait and watch together. And now it's been so far. We haven't found a time yet. And I'm like... I'm, I'm th-
0: surprised you haven't went and watched it yet, I'm to be I'm, honest.
1: I'm the one, you know, that's it, because it's on... HBO Crave Max or whatever it is up here in Canada and I have it and you don't and I I kind of thought for a minute maybe that's why you agreed to like let's watch it together because I already have the channel
0: and <laughs> see I didn't know you had it because I even said we could see if we can download it somewhere. right
1: right um
0: I haven't seen it obviously no. since I don't have access to it I haven't figured out how to buy it, buy it um but I've heard some good things about it
1: everybody I've heard talk about it says it's really good really fun and so you, you only have so long before mm-hmm. I go. It's It's been hard. Um, on Sunday night there, our friend Jill messaged me because she's, she's big friends. She's like, have you seen it yet? I've, i got to talk to somebody about it. I'm like, I haven't. She's like, damn it. Right? Like, so I told her it was your fault.
0: Ah, Well, I'm sorry, Jill. Yes. When I, I went to the dentist uh, the day after they aired it mm-hmm. and um, they're talking about it on the radio for right. a g- a solid five minutes. <laughs> so um, I've seen so many articles yep. about it. I'm trying to just stay away from it. Cause,
1: Yeah, no, bad. no spoilers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I'm excited to watch it, though. You got to hurry up. Okay, I'll figure Let's it figure out. Let's figure this out.
1: Maybe one of these days, while Tyler's making dinner, instead of Lucas and Ryan getting their shows, you get your show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then we have the two of them yelling at us that this is not their show. Well,
1: that's true. That's true. Um, although, although, yeah.
0: Ryan can sing a mean smelly cat.
1: <laughs> I've heard that, actually. He's pretty good. Um, I got to tell you, one of the things that's been weird for me is how little. TV I've watched you'd think you know I'm, most people who listen know by now we've talked enough about this I live alone in a in a condo and whatever and it's been good since sports were back I've still watched the Leafs all the time and these sorts of things but like just in terms of new shows or streaming stuff on Netflix I just like it's been amazing how many days would go by where I just didn't even turn the TV on I've been reading a lot I've been taking down a lot of podcasts been working on some different stuff in the studio like it's actually been wild how Considering how much I've been stuck at home, like how little TV I've
0: watched. Well, and that's the other thing that this uh, virtual learning has screwed. Um, I get no TV watching time anymore. Right. So you know, I never would watch my shows when Ryan was awake anyway. But I always had it so that you know, you'd drop Lucas off of the bus. We'd come home. We'd do a workout, um, and then Ryan and I would play. He would eat something, and then I send him for a nap. And during that two hours, that was mom's or, time, give or take. That's when I would sit down, have lunch, and just watch my shows right so i'm now about two weeks behind on i mean it's only two weeks but i've (laughs) I've got like nine shows on the go wow maybe not really but um (laughs) i've got Mm -hmm. a good handful and i'm all two weeks behind Mm -hmm. and i have no time to catch up because then also on tyler's days off i don't watch them because he doesn't like any of my shows no so i can only do it during nap time but i don't get nap time anymore
1: (laughs) no got another guy at home Uh, who
0: takes my damn tv
1: right um you mentioned there your your workouts with Brian after you would take Lucas to the bus. You know, the gyms have been closed up now for a while. Um, throughout the pandemic, they've been open and closed. Your your gym is within walking distance here that you would go to all the time. What's it been like over the last, you know, little while, I guess the last few months since Christmas? Are you, you know, is it getting frustrating? I know one of the things for, for you is typically you have a couple of teammates who would go to the gym with you, and you guys could train together uh, maybe not every day, but often enough. And maybe that would keep it a little more fresh. Is it starting to get more difficult just doing uh, it yourself in the basement?
0: You know what? The only thing I really miss is not having the trainer.
1: All right.
0: Um, I was actually very much enjoying working out by myself. <laughs> um, I could listen to a book. I could have whatever music I want. Sure. And I talk to anybody. Yep. Um, sometimes there was yelling at kids to get away from the <laughs> squat rack um, or leaving the plates uh, yep. on the weight tree. Not a toy. Yes. Uh, we have little fractional weights that he likes to use, but, um, yeah, I think for the most part, um, the, the shitty thing about it all is just not physically working with a trainer. Like, um, you know, right now I'm doing, uh, Olympic cleans, the Olympic lift cleans. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm very good at when it comes to weightlifting. cleans are not one of them. Right. And so it'd be very beneficial having Jacob. Um, actually right there, mm-hmm. uh, right now it's literally, I do the clean, I send him a video and he usually replies.
1: That was terrible.
0: After I'm, well, yeah, Well, <laughs> normally I'm actually telling him that I'm terrible. Okay. Um, and then he, but he replies after I'm done. Yeah. So then, um, it's, it has to wait for the next time I do them. Right. So it's just, uh, that part sucks. Not um, getting that
1: instant feedback. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, but you know what? I, I very much enjoy our setup. Um, it's a lot closer. I, I get way less steps in now. Yes. Cause you know, I'm going from the main floor to the basement. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs>
1: it's like maybe 12 steps. At the most. Yeah.
0: And then everything is just all in one space, eh? So I'm not walking around getting weights, getting this, getting that. Sure. So it's all just right there. But I do like the fact that, you know, I'm done. I just walk upstairs and crack a beer. <laughs> I don't actually, <laughs> it's usually a protein. Uh... It's all right. You can play to our audience <laughs> while you're here. That's fine. Um, Ryan actually helps me make the protein shakes. Does after. he? Yeah.
1: Does he have a favorite kind?
0: Uh, we just use one. Okay. I've started letting him take sips of it now though, so. <laughs> Does he like it? Oh, he loves it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Any kind of, you know, you mentioned having to, to yell at kids sometimes or whatever. Are you somebody who needs to like get in a zone for a workout like that? And those distractions are really problematic or are you able to kind of quickly get in and out and, you know, get back to work?
0: No, we're, um, I'm pretty, pretty do they Flexible. leave you alone or do they like to? For come? the most part, um, we have a plasma car in the basement. Nice. Um, that was from you, actually, it for was. Lucas. Yes. Um, so that's in the basement because the, they drive from the laundry room, which is the gym slash laundry room, <laughs> into the gym slash computer room. Because right. the treadmill and bike and the TRX ropes are in there, but everything else is in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will drive back and forth. Uh, usually the one in the front is pretending to be a taxi driver <laughs> and they're bringing the other one somewhere. Uh, if Lucas is doing schoolwork, Then Ryan is somewhat doing that. Um, We have a bike with training wheels downstairs too that he pedals back and forth on. Uh, He knows that you can use YouTube videos on the computer, so sometimes he's yelling at me to do that. (laughs) Uh, I do give in more often than not just to get him away from the squat rack cause sure. there was, there was one day I had, uh, 200 pounds, I think on the squat rack, the squat, the bar, mm-hmm. and he came right up behind me and got underneath my foot. Oh no. So, um, there was some yelling. And he's not a good spotter. No, he's not. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, if I'm doing like, if I know I'm doing heavy stuff and he actually is in my way, mm-hmm. I send him to the baby shark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have his, his music and his, uh,
0: He's got his playlist. There's some Baby Shark and some uh, Wheels on the Bus by Coco Melon. Oh, sure. Coco Melon Toddler. It's a jam. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what is the sort of, are you able to do much with your team? How many? How often would you do, uh, I know at some point at the beginning of the pandemic, you were doing it quite a bit. Are there still like group Zoom workout sessions or anything like that? How often are you kind of working with your team in that kind
0: of way? No, you know what? That kind of ended in the summer last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It <laughs> obvious this was going to be a while. Uh, yes. Uh, it just became too hard with time zones and stuff. And sure. I like to work out in the morning. Um, and that's true,
1: eh? When everybody's stuck at home, does the people at West really want to be getting up extra early so that you can do your workout at six or whatever? Or even
0: just like seven, right? Sure, yeah. And um, I'm not in the mood to yep. wait till the afternoon, no. even though that's what I've been doing lately.
1: <laughs> at the time, maybe you weren't. Yes. So... Th- we do anything at all like that anymore, or not really? No, nah, not really. No,
0: nah. It was, um, yeah. I want to say it was by August, so it's it's been a while. And I think it's just now we're also, um, everybody from the most part now has, uh, home gym, right? Stuff. So it's just you know you do go your own and thing, pump out your weights, and away you go.
1: Are you all on a similar? Everybody has their own trainers or does the team offer a trainer? No, we that? have a trainer. Yeah.
0: So she um, she makes our programs. Right. And then everyone potentially has their trainer at home, yeah. but no one has really had access to anything. No.
1: Has that been, you know, uh, in terms of practice time and stuff, that's all out the window, right? Like it, people aren't really able to travel. People aren't really able to uh, gather. Has there been any sort of like, you know, I guess what's it been like for you? This has to have been... Just absolutely nuts. Like you've been on the court weekly, you know, with small breaks here and there. And I guess a couple pregnancies, um, since what? Oh, five, oh four. You've been doing this now it's weeks, months at a time without any court time. Like, do you find yourself just vibrating, wanting to get back um, out and throw the ball?
0: You know what? There's uh the part I think I hate the most is getting so much time off between court sessions mm-hmm. and then having to get back into that first one again knowing how sore and tired everything is going to be the next day right and that you don't even get to do it again the next week right so it's um like uh it's just been like i mean we've been in a freaking stay-at-home order here for god knows how long and um so we were going out to arm prior and um like even you know once the whole province again went on a stay-at-home order it's just all right well that's the end of that so um i do have a bit of room in my basement it's only six meters so it's mm-hmm. not even that much um but i can do some throwing it's not full out right um i
1: could loan you some parking garage space over at my building
0: That's <laughs> true Someone i would have to walk it or stop it though because yeah. i'm not freaking walking for Chasing the ball afterwards no. yeah um and that's kind of what ty and i joked about just even going out in the front uh in the front but you don't stop that ball that's going it's gone and i'm i'm not i'm not gonna run after it
1: well and honestly (laughs) if i was you if i was a high-end athlete and with the look of your driveway there
0: that's true
1: there'd be a blown out ankle in like three minutes yeah
0: (laughs) yeah like we have um we have a pretty decent sized courtyard here which Mm. um but i mean it's on grass so that's not really good for throwing either um i do some hit workouts in it but i have to make sure i'm in the you know a a spot that it's not going to ramped down slightly or there's some little hidden holes in the grass. So it's uh,
1: people looking out their window going, there's that woman out there doing her crazy bends again. (laughs) Oh, she's down.
0: (laughs) Oh, maybe she's just taking a rest. (laughs) Right. She looks tired.
1: Yeah. I guess we should mention, like you talked about the arm prior thing and that you guys were training a bit and I can hear already um, because I have gotten not many in comparison to the number of people that we hear from, especially when you're headed towards big competitions and you've been on a bit, but I have gotten a couple questions, comments, or whatever, because as you know, I have been very vocal that we shouldn't be doing things like international competitions. We shouldn't be doing an Olympic games and a, a Paralympic games, and and you're well aware of that. And for a certain amount of time, you and I just sort of had a we probably just shouldn't talk about this kind of thing because what? I, but like, do you? I, I guess the point that I'm I'm bringing up to people is that. Who've asked why I might be able to still, you know, support what you're doing, but in general be against what's happening. And I guess it's just sort of a, you know, if people wanted to call me a hypocrite, they probably would have a bit of a case to do it. But I think the difference is I don't believe this is happening or this should be happening. But if it is, those decisions are being made well above your head and I still want to support my friend, right? Do you sort of. Do you have any sort of reservations or, like, do you feel that kind of pull in both directions? Like, I don't know, do you, how mad do you get at me when I'm posting online that this stuff shouldn't be happening? Like, what's that sort of part of this been like for you?
0: Uh, I definitely don't get mad. Um, because you know what? I kind of, you could probably call me a hypocrite as well. Like, um...
1: Well, yeah, and these are decisions made well above your head, mm-hmm. right? So...
0: Well, and it's just kind of like, uh, you know, we're... Our, our house is doing basically everything to the T when it comes to the COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I haven't been able to lately just because nothing's been open, but even, even the grocery store, I've, I rarely go to the grocery store now. It's just easier for Tyler to grab stuff after work and then that's one less store I'm into. Yep. And, um, so then, you know, to follow everything like that and then, yeah, okay, I'm going to go to Arm Pryor. I'm not going to practice with three people mm-hmm. who.
1: May or may not be taking it as
0: exactly and mm-hmm. aren't in my bubble and all this other stuff so yep. now I'm exposing myself to other people which you know and I've seen the stuff earlier in the year about you know the hockey practices where mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's spread to 24 different houses or whatever it was so from it's, one practice yeah. exactly so you see that and you're like yes okay I understand mm-hmm. and I know we shouldn't be doing it but if they're going to run it I have to still try and be at my best right. so it's I disagree with what we're doing in a sense, mm-hmm. but I also have to then be a hypocrite and go and do it. Yeah. Right? Again, I, th- I
1: think the case for you is different than for me. I think the hypocrisy part of it for me is to be just outwardly, constantly on Twitter railing. Again. Every time there's an article that says another outbreak at the Aussie open or that the Japanese nurses association says, we don't want this right now. I'm out there loudly pointing at it saying like anybody else, looking at this right anybody else and then to still be frequently on the show supporting you and and you know doing these sorts of things I get why someone would call that a hypocrite you have a boss you have a coach you have a Canadian Paralympic committee you have lots of people ahead of you that said no we're you know supporting you financially to play you're a part of this team we're going and at that point it's your job to be in shape I you know, I, I do disagree with the concept of these games in this situation. I don't hold athletes responsible for the fact that it's happening. I think that's really the difference. I, I don't look at you necessarily as being as hypocritical as some might say that I'm being. I just think it's a different situation, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, I I get that, and um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident we're pissing off a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Um. You know. Everyone's being told at least to, one. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> being told to stay home, but hey, I'm going to go and do this. Right. Um, so I, I I totally get it, but it's just one of those things that I've just been blocking out. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has the right to to voice their opinion, right? And um, and quite honestly, I don't necessarily disagree with your opinion, <laughs> but it's um, you know, it's just one of those things. And and the other thing
1: for an athlete is you're on a ticking clock, right? Like you only get so many cracks at this. And if they cancel it this time, it's not going to be next summer. It'll be three years away. And you look at athletes like you're young enough. If you wanted to do it again, you probably could. But that's a huge life commitment for another couple of years. And, uh, you know, we don't have to get into whether that decision has been made or not. But you look at how many athletes might be on their final shot at this. Right. And and only get one crack at, at something like this. And if they don't train or if they don't prepare properly, they either don't get to go or they go and have a bad showing or it gets canceled. Like, I am sympathetic to the athletes, but I'm sympathetic to a lot of people right now, right? Businesses have been forced to close and people who've lost people to this virus. Like, I'm not happy. You know me. We, every time there's an Olympics, you're on all the time talking about the Olympics. We talk about the Paralympics before you go. I'm into this stuff. I just, I can't get myself to a place where I'm like, yeah, that seems like a really good idea this time.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's just what's hard. Yeah. Is um. Yeah, I mean, and and I actually I read an article the other day, and um, it was saying how, the Japanese government actually don't get a say on whether or not no. the Olympics are going to go Isn't on. That insane. Yeah, I I thought they at least had an like a say in like even a little bit, but mm-hmm. it, it's literally it's all up to IOC.
1: Once you sign up to be the host city, yeah, you make you allow the IOC basically to take over. Everything mm-hmm. and they I have mean, final say on
0: Japan could cancel it, yeah, but there's going to be a huge, hefty penalty. Yes,
1: it'll cost them billions, and they've already paid billions to get yeah. everything ready and all these sorts of things. Yeah, the IOC has no liability at all, so anything you do to hurt the games they sue you for and you pay for. So it is insane that now I, I put on our social media the other day that typically when 80,000 people march into a nation with no regard for the health and well-being of its citizens and um after those citizens have all said we don't want you here we don't call that an olympics we call that an invasion like at some point this gets really uncomfortable right because they keep having these polls in Japan and every time the numbers get higher that because they're still locked down there like they're in a yep. having their own outbreak issues yeah so. and
0: i don't well and i don't even think um they're really heavily vaccinated yet. No, they're not.
1: They're like 5% or under 5%. So it's a mess. We don't have to focus on that. I just, I thought it was kind of an elephant in the room that, you know, while I've been raging against the Olympics, I'm out here patting this other Paralympian on the back and (laughs) whatever. So it was worth addressing. Um, And it's not like it hasn't, you know, if we're being honest with the audience, it's not like it hasn't come up between us or hasn't caused tense moments here and there where we both come to, you know our stance on it, and you kind of just have to go. All right, right? Like, yeah, moving on. We both have our own position on this, and like you said, I I know yours isn't necessarily. not nah, it's all fine. This is a great idea. Yours is I have a job to do, and I'm going to do it, and I I have time for that argument. So well,
0: and and um, I don't know how much of it is public. I assume it's all public, just because they want to prove that they can run a safe mm-hmm. and and and. Doable games. So I mean, if you look at all of the protocols they have in place, yep, and what all of the um, national sporting committees—what are they called? Mm-hmm. Um, NPCs and uh, or NOCs, NOS, NOS, NPCs. No, no, no. The National Olympic Committees. So NOCs yes. and NPCs. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know all of the protocols that they're putting in. I do see. This being somewhat doable, but there is that, there still is that chance that this could be a giant.
1: Yeah, there's no, they can't guarantee that it's going to be perfect. That's the problem, right? And and we've seen that at, I'm with you, most, or a lot of these countries, not most, a lot of these countries will be sending fully vaccinated athletes and and maybe things will be fine. But like 200 countries go to an Olympics and a Paralympics and they won't all be, fully vaccinated and we've just seen it over and over and over right the world curling championships were just a couple of weeks ago the, the tv crews had to isolate and there were no broadcasts because they started testing positive um the aussie open was shut down for several days because basically everybody had to quarantine i don't know what the likelihood is of a big outbreak i just know they can't guarantee well ex- exactly one. and
0: yeah. one of the things that uh, we were actually talking about the other night is that uh you know, if one team gets it, I think that whole building is just going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, in Lima, um, I think like half of the, I can't even give you numbers, but there was a good chunk of the Canadian team that all had this stupid cold. Right. Because it was just one of us got it and it just spread like all through our yeah, hoofs. Yeah, the Pan Ams you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it was getting through to other countries or whatnot, but like. I, I was one of them. Like I was out, not out, but I mean, I had this like ridiculous head cold where my sinuses were completely clogged. Mm-hmm. My hearing was all, like my ears were clogged. Like it was just seems awful. It seems like a problem
1: in your sport. It,
0: it was. <laughs> it was one of those things that you just have to yeah tell people to really shut up so you know. But, <laughs> well, um you're good at that. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, that's what I mean, right? Like that's just a little head cold. Yeah. And it just spread like crazy. So it's, um it will be interesting. Yep. Um, I mean, you can... Definitely guarantee that our team, which, um, like the Canadian delegation will definitely be putting the safety of the athletes first Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I would like to assume every other country is going to do the exact same, but, um, but yeah. I
1: believe everyone will do their best.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is you can ask for your best, but is that going to be enough? It looks like we're going to
1: find out. We will. We are at six weeks away from the opening of the Olympic games. Um, and it does, and maybe you disagree. Do you like it does feel like the attention is being ramped up on this again in the last couple of weeks. Like, are we really going to do this? Um, At six weeks out, I can't imagine. I still have a, you know, I still think there's a chance it gets canceled, but the chance in my mind is getting smaller and smaller and smaller with every day, obviously kind of what's your confidence level. This is going to happen.
0: Um, For the Olympics, I'm pretty confident they are going to happen because, you know, like I said, IOC is making it very clear that all the protocols they have in place are going to, help them run a very successful, healthy games. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not something bad happens there. And then I could see the Paralympics be- becoming canceled. I see. So right. it's, you know, I fully believe the Olympics will happen. Right. It's whether or not the Paralympics will follow.
1: Man. I hadn't really considered that part of it. That would be a real kick in the ass.
0: Yeah, it'll be annoying for sure. <laughs> I <laughs> but I mean, if, if they can't run the Olympics successfully, how are they going to be able to run the Paralympics successfully? Yeah. Right. So it's... um yeah it'll it'll be interesting
1: how often as you're training as you're preparing as you're having meetings with your team and stuff how often is that side of it on your mind or do you just try and block it out and just go just prepare like it's going to be as normal as it can be
0: we just block it out you know what our team's actually very good with good at that um it doesn't come up often at all um we have been having some uh tokyo information sessions so it's like you know what happens what would happen if this happens and right. what would happen if this happens so we kind of have like scenarios mm-hmm. um but yeah we uh you know we kind of just proceed as if COVID isn't even here right like for for training wise yeah um but um but we we do know that it's not, it's going to be a games like no other um
1: what do you expect out of that? Like, what does that look like, do you think? Or are you allowed to talk about that yet?
0: Um, I haven't been told anything, um, but from what I've seen, um, both with the Olympic, more, more so just for the Olympics, mm-hmm. that um, it's going to be very, uh, st- like, everyone's just going to be st- stuck kind of thing. <laughs> like, you're in your house, um, you train, okay, you're on your bus, you're at the venue, you're training. Um you're competing okay well now you're you know you're just going to and from your venue, mm-hmm. right so um, I did read that they're testing everybody daily, okay um you have to obviously. will you be
1: allowed to like leave the village and sightseeing. no and there
0: stuff? is no. absolutely nothing there's no public transit allowed, there's no leaving the village, right. no bars, no nothing like it's literally it's everything that I've read um from the handbooks that have been published is all just you're 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 in the village and once you're done uh, competing, you have 48 hours to be back on a plane back to your country. Wow. So it's, um, you know, there's like the, the. Cause
1: often you guys have like big group flights, don't you? Right. Like half the team comes home after the closing ceremonies or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, da, 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 I feel like the, the athletes that are usually at the, like the individual sports that mm-hmm. are at the beginning. So like judo and stuff, they yeah. compete and then they pretty much don't stick around for the full two weeks. Right. Um, they usually just head home, but, um but that's pretty much what it's going to like, you know, they're there for a little bit.
1: That's got to be like the preparation for that, right? Like to just suddenly on 48 hours notice be booking flights and.
0: Yeah. I feel like everybody's going to have to have a, you know, an open end ticket kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, and I think, uh, for a lot of the team sports, I think, uh, they go right up into the end. So I'm sure there will still be a big plane at the end that gets people home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're done. I mean, we are being, uh, they are testing people daily, so um cuz i i know you'll have to be tested again before and at least for canada's sake right. um before being allowed to enter the country so i was going to say you have to figure the logistics out for that too yeah. and then if you're being tested daily anyway it's a lot
1: it's going to be nuts mm-hmm. like to just suddenly tomorrow we need 12 seats on a flight from tokyo to toronto or whatever it might be
0: yeah i'm kind of curious on how that's uh how airlines are going to be able to handle that
1: I wonder if they've been able to strike some sort of deal where you were able to buy up throughout the games a number of unnamed seats, seats. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's allowed if you can strike some sort of deal like that. Uh, man, that's crazy. Just if you're done, you're out. Like yeah. it was like that with the NHL bubble last summer, I remember too, that like if you if teams lost on Saturday night by Sunday at noon, you were gone. Like you had to get out. <laughs> so. Yeah, which
0: I mean it makes
1: I guess, start sense, pulling But I mean, many if you're pe- already in the yeah. bubble anyway, then yeah.
0: what's an extra day? But I guess it's just, yeah, they want very little people moving well, around case, as possible. In this case,
1: it doesn't seem to be the bubble as much as Japan just doesn't want you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't well, need to be, be here to get too. out, right? <laughs> so, um, what do we expect? It would seem to me, and it, I'm sort of torn here, but the worst thing you could possibly do is have an opening ceremony just before everyone competes. Everyone's come in from all their countries. I know they've been tested. I know, I know. But then you put them all in one staging area, one marching area, one seating area afterwards to maximize the possibility that it spreads between countries or delegations or teams or whatever. I'm sure there's going to be an opening ceremony, but to me, like that seems like... At the very beginning of this thing, like the place where you're most likely to spread a problem.
0: See, and I just assumed there wasn't going to be one.
1: Well, I, I'm asking you.
0: Oh, I, I have no <laughs> clue. I haven't seen I anything for, yeah. It,
1: like that's monster ratings. It's a big part of the games every year.
0: Yeah. I could see them maybe having, um, an opening ceremonies, but no athletes are in attendance.
1: And you know what I yeah. mean? So
0: they have like their little show that they do. And, and even there, just, is it just
1: for TV? Like with less than 5% of Japan vaccinated, are they going to have a full stadium?
0: I would, yeah. I mean, I, if I were to guess, that's what I would say.
1: That they will? No, that they like, it'll just be be for for TV. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Are there like, have they said whether or not there's going to be spectators at these sports?
0: Um, the last I read was there's no international fans. Right. Um, they haven't said whether or not, and I mean, I could have missed it, but with the Olympics just being six weeks away, you think they'd have a decision very soon mm-hmm. just for ticket sales and whatnot. But I mean, if no one wants them there anyway, why are they going to be in the stands? Right. So it's, yeah, I, I, I could see it just being no spectators at all.
1: Um, speaking of opening and closing ceremonies we did not too long ago get a look at some of the uh, uniforms for the uh, opening and closing ceremonies we've talked specifically before on the show about your which ones you've really liked right for people who maybe aren't super familiar with the olympics and the paralympics you get a set team uniform that you are you know this is for opening ceremony this is for closing ceremony this is if you end up on the podium this is for media whatever it might be this right is
0: for a pep rally you know sure village wear uh,
1: have you seen your whole kit online or anything like?
0: I have seen the whole kit. Um, Well, I've seen pretty, I guess just everything that they're sharing. Yeah. Um,
1: What do you think? It's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah.
0: um, uh, I could say I'm not a fan. Okay. Um, (laughs) It doesn't
1: rank high on the list. No, it's not
0: something I would be going out to buy. Right. Um, You know that uh, I didn't know jean jackets were in.
1: Now, was that for opening or closing? I think it was closing. So for people who haven't seen it and we'll share the the photos, it's a it's Canadian, all right, but well, see, it is a denim jacket. Just let me... Get okay. And it has, like, in weird places, it has, like, some maple leaves on it and stuff, but it's also, like, graffitied, mm-hmm. right? Like, it looks like it's been... Spray-painted it all. Yeah. It, it looks like it would fit in at Degrassi in, like, 92, or, you know, if you were a 14-year-old girl going to the mall or something. Like, it is a very strange...
0: I feel like it would be something from my high school days, yeah like that's my my it. my early high school days, right. like um intermediate school, yeah um the grassy, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's yeah, um, I laughed at it when I saw it um and and they go with you wear white uh high rise denim jeans, yeah with Levi jeans, um, white. white
1: and the Paralympics are after labor Day, you're not supposed to be wearing white after labor Day, not white pants anyway, mm. I don't know when, and I guess the technically when the opening ceremonies are. Maybe that's before Labor Day.
0: Yeah, uh, they'd be the twenty fourth. August Yeah, okay, 24th, so
1: I is, that's all right.
0: But uh, that, I, yeah, I don't know if the Jean jacket and the pants were for opening or closing, but um.
1: Well, I got to tell you because we often end up comparing against the U.S. and they always do Ralph Lauren, and sometimes it's pretty nice. And sometimes, have you seen theirs?
0: I th- yeah, it was just a, basically a whole white suit, wasn't it? it, like, it you know what it like looks a like to me. Or something. Yes, yeah. it
1: looks like you're headed to.
0: You're heading to the sea.
1: I'm heading to the Hamptons to spend the weekend on Daddy's yacht. Is what it looks like to me.
0: <laughs> and we're when we're heading to the mall. Yes,
1: basically in 1993.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I only saw that one outfit by uh, for 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 the Americans.
1: Yeah, this was not a winner for them. No, and like, uh,
0: there's a lot of their stuff that uh, they're very, very it's Ralph s- Lauren.
1: Well, it just seems very and... similar
0: every yeah. time, eh? Like it's always just white pants. Uh, might be a blue blazer. Might be a yep. white blazer. This is
1: sometimes i don't i don't mind them sometimes they're okay but this one this was a miss like i said this looks like spoiled rich kid yeah well. headed off to the school <laughs> or something well i, I, uh, I see that, uh, well What you're driving at there <laughs> maybe uh, not too far off the mark for team usa
0: um well and it's just yeah one of the things i always liked with the canadian outfits over the like even for the the winter games is just how basic it is right like i very much like basic um and, uh, yeah, I think for the most part, uh, the Canadian outfit is basic, mm-hmm. uh, but you do have the, uh, jean jacket Yes. and there's another jacket that I'm not sure if it's, that might be for closing, but it looks like it's very shiny plastic.
1: Yeah. I saw that too. It's, so
0: is, I, I, is it a raincoat? I, like That's I'm, what it looks like. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it was very shiny. We like do some weird, stuff.
1: you're so right. Like it was great when like Roots did it and it would just be like this cool font. It would say Canada. Maybe there'd be a leaf on it. Yeah. Oh, see, the next I, time there was like some handwriting version of it. That was okay. Some of the Bay stuff, okay, but sometimes they go crazy. Like mm-hmm. Beijing was weird too. Well, and that,
0: that was the first time the Bay took over. Okay. So I think they were trying to make a statement, which yeah, they don't definitely make did. Don't make um, that statement. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, London's was fine. Yes. Uh, Rio's was fine. Right. Um, We've gotten kits for Toronto. And
1: Sochi was fine. Like I know, we mainly talk about
0: Pyeongchang was fine. Yeah, Vancouver's was fine. It's just
1: every now and then they go too far or something. Well, and, and
0: it just kind of seems it's just one or two pieces. Yeah, that is just kind of like what are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, Rio's, I actually didn't mind whatsoever. Our opening ceremonies was uh, it was kind of we kind of looked like RCMP officers, yeah. And I i dug it, yeah. Um, it was all right, yeah. It was, it was, I had no issues with it. It looked like um, it would be
1: warm though. For in they were, and then. the pants
0: were so scratchy, okay. <laughs> like they were a weird material, they're just like made your butt itchy. <laughs> You're sitting down on a chair, and all you know, your back of your legs, it's just rough, nah, it was no fun.
1: Oh, it's so hot too, And right? Yeah, there was
0: that too. It was yeah. just, uh, well, and then we had uh, the nice jackets. We had nice jackets for closings, but they were rain ja- raincoats, mm-hmm. And, um, but so, you know, you'd have to wear a t-shirt under it. And uh, it was so hot in them. And then as soon as they get wet, they touch your skin and <laughs> it's just, yeah, no fun.
1: Do you save that stuff?
0: Yeah, I have, um, I still have shirts from London. Um,
1: but like, I, I know you have some that you wear. Is there any, like. From some of these that you're like, I just really like this. I'd like to save it as more of a keepsake than as a. Um,
0: no. And you know, I very rarely actually wear Team Canada clothing now. Um,
1: it used to be the entire quantity of your wardrobe. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> but I have branched out and bought some yes. just
0: plain t-shirts. That's true. Um, I don't, I don't have to go anywhere now. So right. I just wear joggers everywhere. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, that would have been unthinkable for you yeah. before, eh?
0: <laughs> I did wear jeans for the, not for the first time. Both days on the weekend. Wow, I know. <laughs> and um, yeah, but uh, no, I have I have a lot of the clothes just in a drawer. Right. Um,
1: Will anything from this kit be be saved? Oh, the, for sure. The jean jacket's going to be a big. Uh,
0: I might give that to my mom. Right. Um, if you don't, my mom took my that London gets jacket. In the TCA
1: actually. studio. <laughs> <laughs> if Sweet. that one doesn't go to mom.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. She she took the one from London because mm. in London closing ceremonies also we had a jean jacket. Right. So. Less, uh,
1: the jean jacket itself doesn't bug me. It's the, this is one's just, they've done some weird it's stuff. It's just weird. It's and just, I guess, meh. I guess Tokyo, I don't know much about this. I guess Tokyo is sort of known for their graffiti. Its street art yeah, yeah, and the graffiti and, and stuff. that's so, kind
0: of what they said when graffiti. they announced is that we're, we're going with the Tokyo theme, right. like the Japanese theme. So it, it makes sense. It's just not something that I will ever wear on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> um, you know, you're going to be back at least once, hopefully twice before you head off to Tokyo and. If maybe, I get to head off. Yes. Um, and maybe throughout, if you're just stuck in your room every day anyway, <laughs> we'll get you on from Tokyo. But, um, you know, what is the time from now until then look like? Or is that still totally dependent on what the government says is allowed? It's and,
0: very much dependent on what's going on. Right. Um, and I mean, we're still waiting for our team to actually be selected
1: when do we expect that to happen? I don't know. Am I wasting all this time with someone who might not be even on the team? Possibly. Okay.
0: (laughs) But um, no, we haven't, uh, we haven't been actually told. There was a date and then it got pushed back and so I don't, I don't know what the holdup is, but uh, it should be soon, Mm -hmm. um, which would be nice because.
1: And just for people who aren't as familiar with Amy, she'll, she will be on the team. I'm being silly.
0: You never know. Yeah, all right. We'll see. You never know. It could be
1: attitude issues with Amy. I do have that problem. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very dependent. I mean, we've, we've looked at attending a few tournaments this year and just logistically with quarantining times and all this other stuff, it just wasn't doable. So, I mean, it, um, everything is literally up in the air. We had a yearly training plan planned out last year and I don't think we followed anything in it yet. (laughs) So, I mean, I feel bad that they waste their time building a YTP, um, but
1: What are you going to do, Yeah, we basically... That's the world we live in.
0: Yeah, we pretty much don't have anything set in stone, which is sad, Um, but I mean, it is what it is, and this is how you learn to be resilient.
1: Is there any... Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, Is there any sort of... Do you have any sort of feel for this? I know you recently saw who was going to be in your pool, um, and you have sort of a general sense, obviously, of the reputation of all these countries, all these teams, and who's going to be a challenge and, and, you know, who might be an easier matchup. Um, Is there any sort of sense on how your team is going to come together on where you might fit in with these groups or after, you know, a year and a half, not knowing who's training, who's been able to gather, who hasn't, who's been competing, who hasn't around the world? Is it just kind of a, you know, show up and see what it looks like?
0: (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if it's more like that. Because that's the thing is, you know, we're trying to... um, we're, we're we're looking at the teams going and we're looking at the pools and you honestly, you can't do nothing. Like you can't, there's no inform. There's no new information. Right. Right. You're literally going off of everything from 2019 mm-hmm. because 2020 never happened and 2021 barely has happened right. yet. So, um,
1: Does that worry you?
0: A bit. Yeah. Um, just cause you know, you, you, you just, you don't know. And it, I think for the most part, it's just the unknown that, ultimately sucks for a lot of people. Like just, just in general. Oh yeah. You know, like, um. In all aspects of life. Exactly. Every time I think of that, it brings me back to my mom who's just terrified of flying and her biggest thing was just the unknown of it. You know, she's never done it. Why don't
1: you tell people about how this pandemic kicked off and how she ended up on her first flight in ever or however long? Ever. Yeah.
0: Ever. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show before, but it was a year ago. Yeah. It was just, mom got stuck here.
1: Yeah, mom came out to visit last March. Mom right? came out to watch yeah, kids. Babysit while you competed.
0: Yeah, and um, train got canceled. She World caught on fire while yeah. she was here. Um, and then it sounded like the train was going to be up and running again in July, maybe August. And then the train got canceled to November. <laughs> and one day in July, she just said, you know what? No, it was the end of June. Right. And uh, she just like, booked me a flight. And, uh, you know, she still I've says had enough of you people. Yeah, She says she'll come back, <laughs> yeah. um, flying. Wow. Which is good because the train still doesn't exist. No. And, um,
1: she's out in PEI for those who don't know.
0: Yeah. So I, for if, if one good thing came from this, it's my mom will get on a plane.
1: Just it was this, as you said, the fear of the unknown. And, before, and exactly.
0: And, and that's, yeah, that's how we got on. I just that. can't
1: imagine being that like, you know, me, I don't love flying at all. Like I do it, but I don't like it. Um, but I can't imagine being that
0: terrified, at,
1: but also then letting my kid eh, off to China next month and oh, I'll be in England and like you've flown all over the damn world. That would be maybe more nerve wracking to me if I was her, well, knowing that and, I'm that scared of it, but I'm like, my kid's doing it all the time. Well,
0: and I never thought she would get on a plane after my, um, lovely flight incident last February where, yeah. uh, you know, we're doing the emergency landings, our landing gear is not coming out and I kept it from my mom for so long. And then later found out my fricking younger brother told her. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> He was with her actually when uh, I messaged him about it mm. and he ended up reading it out loud. Wow. And uh, man, mom never said anything to me. She just played it off like she never knew. And then one day it came up.
1: Well, you didn't let me ask you about this when you were on the show because your mom didn't know and you didn't know who might listen and, and tell her. Just as a quick recap, there was an emergency here. Yeah. February, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's a plane circled and circled and circled because the uh,
0: the landing gear landing gear wasn't
1: going to come down, and so yeah, you had um, Ryan with you and Lucas, yeah. and you're coming down low so they can get a look at you. You see all the fire trucks and everything there, and it becomes obvious this is a problem. No, right? I still
0: didn't know it was my plane. Okay. Because I'm like, you know, i turned my phone on at this point in time because we're low enough. Yeah. And uh, I messaged Tyler and I'm like, so uh, we're just circling the air- circling the airport. I have no idea what's going on. I assume we're in a holding pattern, but there are a bunch of fire trucks down there. <laughs> and then he, his uh, reply is, are they for your plane? Right. I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then literally, as soon as I sent that, they come up on the announcement telling us that we're having issues with our plane. And uh, so, was, Yeah.
1: Turns out it is my plane. Turns
0: out, and that's, I think that's actually what I said, is turns out it is my plane. <laughs>
1: right. So. Well, so that was a whole thing, and maybe the next time you're on, we can go through it. But just, like, they had everyone move to the back of the plane. They fully expected, like, a skid.
0: I don't. Yeah, I think they were expecting. The front
1: tire wasn't going to come down, right? The other two were.
0: Yeah, yeah, the back two were out. So they were hoping that they could get Cause obviously when a plane lands, their back wheels touch first yep. and then they were hoping they could slow it down enough that when he put the nose down, it was just going to slide. Grind but, and slide. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a thing. It was you know, terrifying I've
1: never, once I saw it on the news and saw where it was coming from and I'm like, oh no. Right. Like yeah. for everybody. It was, well, and
0: the, the, the funny thing too is. Um, so to
1: think that was the year she decided she would get off. Well, of exactly. Thing.
0: And then the funny, the, the other thing too, is it was literally a week later a week or two weeks later, I had to fly back out east and it was on the exact same aircraft, like not the exact same aircraft, but yeah, the same, same model. Same model, yeah. So it was like, Jay like <laughs> but um, And no, that's why
1: all that thir- 737 MAX noise was going on too, right? Like <laughs> man, it wasn't a good month to be flying anywhere. No, it was, uh,
0: and then, hey, and then the whole world Yeah, no one was flying anyway. anywhere after that. So, but just because of that, I was surprised my mom got on a plane. Yeah. And she did say, she, you know, when she's allowed to come visit again. Mm-hmm. Um, she will fly, which is nice. It'll just be so much quicker. Yeah. Um, um yeah.
1: And she may not be stuck here for four months. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Everybody get comfortable with new roommate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> be sharing a room with Ryan. I,
1: I do think it came, that came up once or twice talking about, uh, Tyler having his mother-in-law in his house suddenly for four months is maybe any man's worst nightmare, but he seemed to handle <laughs> it like a yeah, champ. He, so. Yeah,
0: he, he, uh, he did all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So, I think we can let everybody know uh, that, uh, barring some sort of issue or reason that we can't do it, uh, you will return as per usual as our Canada Day shows. All right?
0: I will try my darndest, yes. Yeah. Okay. When is that now? Okay, let's try I'm first. kidding. Um, I
1: mean, <laughs> we've all sort of lost all. So it wouldn't have shocked me if you were actually asking oh, after no. what we've all been through <laughs> the last little while that it's, I don't know, what time Are it you is. sure I don't know what we're in the is. month that we're in? Right. So. Uh, we'll look forward to having you back on uh, on Canada Day and um, and then hopefully, you know, once more, maybe late July, early August, whatever, when we have like a much better handle on what this is all going to look like for you, whether it's still happening. Um, if it's not happening, you'll probably be more willing to have a couple of pints on the show <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as uh, things seem a little less urgent, but, you know, hopefully over the next little while uh, you do actually get officially named to this team. We can get that part done and... Um, you know, as more details become available, I know a lot of our listeners like to hear how you're doing, how things are going, what your journeys look like.
0: What my what looks like? Your journeys. Oh, I thought you said insurance. What my insurance looks like. It's not that great. I don't really have that good insurance. Ty's
1: got your life insured after these couple (laughs) of flight adventures. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, maybe, um, maybe before that one, we'll even, this is really, as you know, just a test run, this recording. For the real show that needs to take place in this backyard studio over the next little while. Um, the Lucas Show.
0: Yes. Well, I was telling him that you and I were going to do a podcast. Yeah. And uh, he goes, which podcast is <laughs> be about? I'm like, don't worry. We're not talking about the Lucas Show. No. Well, is it the Amy Show? Like, no. Just, well, what are you going to talk about? On
1: the Matt Show.
0: I don't know. Whatever Matt talks about.
1: Right. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Lucas, before all this shutdown, all this craziness, he loved the studio. Getting on the microphones, the headphones... Um, and just talking about whatever hearing his own voice or whatever. So we haven't been able to do much with that, but now we've got this new little gadget here. We've test, you know, we've, we've had this show TCA as a test run for the big boy, right? For the Lucas show, which was really only heard by his family, <laughs> friends on Facebook, but, uh, that is the main event. This is just the preamble. So. Uh, that'll be fun as well. And uh, yeah, you can look for Amy on uh, on our Canada Day episode of Tall Can Audio. I was thinking that I, it was, I was pretty sure over the last few years, you had been on every Canada Day. Last year, you were on July 3rd, because we let Elliot Friedman take your spot on Canada uh, Day. With it typically being Free Agency Day, we, uh, we allowed Friedman to have your spot. But we'll give it back to you this year.
0: Yeah, I think I was in PEI the one before that too, eh?
1: Yeah, but I think you were on by... Uh, by phone I think no the one before that you were getting ready for Fort Wayne
0: Uh, and uh, oh I was in Fort Wayne Nope. yes but we
1: pre-recorded something for Canada Day you're ruining the magic of the show Sorry. no you were there in person that day I was um sometimes we pre-record this because also sometimes on Canada Day I'm in no shape to record (laughs) a show uh in normal times there's a couple drinks involved by the lake and uh I don't really need to be recording stuff right
0: I was back in the day Yes. Many, many years ago.
1: When we still had a dog and an ability to get there.
0: Wow. When you could at least just be with people.
1: Yes. That whole thing. Um, Instead of just bubbled in this one little family here.
0: I'm slowly getting in the sun.
1: Yeah. It's making its way through. So we will wind (laughs) this one down so we don't burn Amy to a crisp out here. Um, Thanks for doing this, Amy. Yeah, no worries. fun to catch up. Thank you. For the sake of our listeners anyway. I hear plenty from you. (laughs) more than enough uh, Amy is on Twitter kind of she's there She every month or so she'll <laughs> retweet something or uh, like something from her kids class or something but she is there if you want to follow her it's Burke Amy 7 uh, we'll share that she's also on uh, Instagram your team do you remember the handle at CDNW ball
0: yeah something like that
1: on Twitter and uh, it might just be Canadian women's goalball on Instagram if you're into those sorts of things but again with not much happening.
0: There's not much, not much not there. Not
1: much being posted. But uh, maybe when they get to the games and stuff, they will be uh, worthwhile follows as well. So uh, thanks a lot, Amy.
0: Yeah, well, thank you again.
1: We're on Twitter and Instagram at Tall Can Audio, Facebook.com slash Audio, and we will catch you on the next episode of Tall Can Audio. See ya.
0: It is over!
1: Now that's a tasty beverage.
0: Thanks for listening. You can get more TCA at tallcanaudio.com or by searching Tall can Audio on your favorite podcast app.